This is the Better Than Before Betrayal Podcast, Episode 30, Can I Ever Trust Him Again? Have you or someone you know experienced betrayal from a husband's pornography use, sexually compulsive behaviors, or other forms of infidelity? Hi, I'm Ruthie. I'm a member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a life coach certified through the Life Coach School. In this podcast, I will share my experience of growth and healing as I have learned tools and concepts to help me take responsibility for my own happiness, find peace, confidence, and become a stronger version of myself. Come with me and let me show you how to have a life that is better than before betrayal. Hi there. Welcome back. I'm glad you found me. I have had several listeners tell me how helpful this content is to them, even though they have not experienced betrayal. I love that. And I love the people that have experienced betrayal and told me how much this is helping them. These concepts and tools work for everyone. And so if you know any humans that could benefit from this podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. And you don't have to tell them why you're listening. You don't You can just tell them you heard about it from a family or a friend or whatever the case may be. You don't have to tell them about your personal experience. So thank you. Thanks for sharing with others. I hope to help anyone I can. So today's podcast, Can I Ever Trust Him Again? This is a question that I'm asked a lot. And it can be tough to answer. It is shocking to realize what your husband is capable of hiding from you. The extent of lies, deceit, gaslighting, all of it. It is absolutely heart-wrenching. Trust is broken. It's shattered. First of all, I want to tell you that trust is a choice. You may not like to hear this. However, it is true. It's crazy, right? You decide to trust your husband or you choose not to. It's as simple as that. Now, that being said, it is a different question altogether whether or not your husband is trustworthy. We can trust someone that is not trustworthy. I think you've had some experience with that. And... We cannot trust someone who is trustworthy. So, we want to fine-tune our discretionary skills. How do we do that? Well, we watch and pray. We watch our husband's actions, his willingness to be open. And we pray for the Spirit to guide us and help us to know. We are given this gift. We have the gift of the Holy Ghost. And remember that we're not likely to be alerted the very minute trust is violated. And then maybe we will. Remember when I told you that for years I knew that something was up with my husband? When he would call me during the day and tell me where he was, there was a particular place that he would go for Wi-Fi. He would use their Wi-Fi to do reports for work. 
The location was innocent enough. He was honest with me as to where he was. However, he was not completely honest with me about what he was doing there. Now, he may have been using his computer, doing the reports that he was telling me, but he was also using their computers to access stuff. For reasons unknown to me at the time, the hairs on the back of my head would stand up whenever he told me he was there. Of course, later, I learned why I had this response. So maybe the Spirit does sometimes warn us at the very time, and we just don't catch it. And now, knowing what we know, we can listen to the Spirit more closely and be guided by the Spirit, not by fear. And this is advanced healing, and you can get there. You want to trust again so that you will feel better. That's it. You want to trust again so that you will feel better. You want to feel safe again, and that is understandable. We need to feel safe in our relationships. And we now get to learn and practice patience as our husband works to rebuild trust in our marriage. And I recommend rebuilding trust in someone that is trustworthy. You don't know what the future brings. And you and I can feel peace without trusting our husbands. And you can watch for signs that he is working to rebuild his level of trustworthiness. We can watch and learn a lot about trustworthiness from our husband's behavior. Is he willing to be ridiculously open with you? At first, this might look like control. I shared this in the Letting Go of Control episode number 12. It may look like you are wanting to control him. And maybe you will be. This is a learning experience. You controlling him is not the solution. His willingness to be honest is the goal. And he may learn that he doesn't really know how to be honest. He's been lying to everyone, including himself, probably for years. So have patience as you observe and watch him learn. When trust has been broken, the person that has been withholding information needs to prove that they're working to be trustworthy again. So in the beginning, they need to be transparent with everything, with every minute of their day, if necessary. The betrayed partner will need some proof that change is occurring and their husband wants to be honest. So again, while in the early stages of betrayal, it may look a lot like control. And again, 
it very well may be because you're going through a trauma response. As you get to the place where you no longer want your happiness to depend on the choices of someone else, you will be ready to move into that space of letting go of control. And remember, you can't control anyone else anyway. If you stay in a place where you need your husband to do certain things in order for you to be happy, you are giving the power of your happiness to your husband. And trusting someone else is certainly not controlling them. I believe that the best filter, speaking in terms of pornography use, that applies to all unwanted behaviors, the best filter is an internal one. The only effective 100% filter is an internal one. They can't develop this type of filter. They can't develop trustworthiness if they don't develop it on their own. Now, I didn't say develop it alone, on their own. They absolutely need support and help, very likely professional help. They probably don't know how to take responsibility for their actions. And they don't have the skills to change, obviously, or they would have been rid of this unwanted behavior long ago. They eventually do need to learn to do it on their own, to want to be trustworthy, and to learn to be so. And again, we can be patient and loving as we watch them in this process. So you want to trust your husband, and you know that it is in your best interest not to. What's a girl to do? Something that can be helpful is to make a list of the things you can trust your husband in. Now, this is looking to the past for evidence of what you can expect. And you will also at times hear me encourage you not to look to the past for evidence of what will happen or what's possible for the future. But for today's purpose, what I'm having you do here is asking you to look at the ways you know your husband is acting in his true self, in integrity. Looking for the things that you are confident that you can trust that he will do. Not the things you hope he'll do or the things you wish he'd do. With this assignment, I want you to look for the good in your husband, the areas that he does show up consistently. What does he do consistently Because that's just who he is. He does it, been doing it for years. He has a good track record for it. Now, there's no guarantee that he will continue to do the things on your list. But again, he has shown a good track record. So you can expect that he will probably continue to do these things. So here are some of the things on my list. I can trust that my husband will go to work and bring home a paycheck. I can trust that he will take care of the yard. I can trust 
that he has formed a habit of prayer and scripture study, both individual and as a couple. I can trust that he will go to therapy. Now, I made this list years ago. He's not currently in therapy. And before stopping, he discussed it with me. And I can trust that if I asked him to go again, he probably would. I can trust that he wants to be rid of his addiction. He wants to change. And again, I don't call it an addiction. I think he still does, but maybe not. We've had discussions about choice habits and patterns, and so I don't know. I could ask him. Anyway, I know he wants to change and be rid of it. I can trust that he will help around the house. I can trust that he will make Sunday dinner. <laughs> the meat and potatoes part. I bring the salad and the veggies. <laughs> yeah, that's the way we roll. He likes to make meat. I can trust that he would do the grocery shopping if I asked him. I can also trust that he will throw in items in the cart that are not on the list. <laughs> the cook ice cream and things. And that's fine. I can trust that he will do the maintenance house on the stuff. Uh, maintenance stuff on the house. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. And the list goes on. Now, I don't want you to look at my list and compare your husband to mine or get discouraged that you can't say those things about your husband. These things are just the way my husband shows up. He loves working in the yard. He loves projects around the house. He loves shopping. No two men are alike. That's just who my husband is. Don't compare your list to mine. If I saw your list, there are definitely things on your list that I wish my husband would do that your husband does and mine doesn't. And that's not the point of the assignment. The point, the point is your husband is trustworthy in some ways. I want you to identify those areas. My husband and I have been on this journey a long time. I couldn't say, I couldn't always say these things. The point of the assignment is to show that you you, that trust is not all or nothing. And to be honest with you, there was a time early in our recovery when, when I realized, okay, my husband's a people pleaser. We all are at, to some extent. I was worried that as my husband healed, he would change and I would be married to like a different person that wouldn't do these things. I thought he was doing these things strictly to people please. And maybe he is. And I thought with his healing and his growth, he would maybe become more selfish and not want to do things for me or crazy. I don't know. And that isn't the case. This list that I gave you, it's just who my husband is, healing or no healing. So anyway, back to the all or nothing. Our brain likes all or nothing thinking, but life doesn't work in all or nothing. Trust is not an all or nothing thing. 
So, what can you trust your husband in? And what areas are you maybe not ready, willing, not in your best interest, not wise to trust him in? I like to think of trust as a continuum, ever-changing. When a spouse has a relapse, for example, some women talk as if their trust level went from a 100 to a zero in an instant. And that's okay if you feel that way. You also have the option to think of it differently, however. You can look at the happenings and break it down. First, did your husband come to you and tell you about his relapse? Or did you discover it? If your husband has never been forthcoming with this kind of information, and this is the first time he has offered the information telling you about a relapse, like, I don't know, within 24 hours, that seems to be a rule for some people. That's progress. If you discovered it and confronted him with it, how did he respond? Did he deny, lie, make excuses, get defensive, gaslight, justify? Or did he take responsibility for his choice? Did he reach out to a sponsor or support person? That can't be you, by the way. You're his wife, not his support person. Was he honest? Hard to know for sure. We can learn a lot about his recovery and his trustworthiness progress as we observe how he responds to a relapse. All is not lost after a relapse. A lot can be learned. Does he take responsibility for how this impacts you? We can toggle that trustometer (laughs) a few notches down and a few notches up as we look closely at an experience. Did he do things a little differently? Did he improve even just a little? Remember the three stages of awareness, episode number 28? Did he become aware at an earlier part of his relapse? Does he recognize his misstep a few steps earlier? Or maybe only one step earlier? This is progress. If so, you can trust that he's trying. He is working to do better. He's working to rebuild that trust. And it's going to take him time and him practice to get good at these things. Trust is simply not an all or nothing business. I get that when we talk about trust, we want the assurance that our husbands will always be open and honest with us, that they'll never act out again. I get it. Of course we want those things. 
and we don't have control over this, and we can find peace without having complete trust. After betrayal, I decided to trust my husband again, and I got burned again. And that may happen again. I simply don't know. I don't know what the future brings, and neither does he. Our husbands don't plan to relapse, and they need to learn skills to ensure that they don't. And I trust my gut. I trust the spirit, and I trust that everything is going to be okay, no matter what. I don't know what that picture looks like for me. I do know that my heavenly parents want me to have peace and joy and happiness. I know that this is their plan for me. So what is the answer to the question? Can I ever trust him again? The answer is absolutely. The truth is, you get to choose. And you can choose to trust someone that isn't trustworthy. You can choose not to trust someone who is trustworthy. So what do you think? Do you want to choose to trust your husband today? Do you know in what things he's trustworthy in? Do you think it wise to choose not to trust him? Can you be okay with that for right now? Can you find peace in the process? Can you find peace and not trust your husband in all things? Again, I trust myself, I trust God, and I choose how I show up, confident or fearful. Trusting my husband is not necessary. I'd love to know that I can trust him. And maybe one day I'll get there. I do know what I can trust him in. And my trust does grow as I watch him and how he shows up. Trust is absolutely something I desire. And I try to be patient in the process of his efforts to build trust. I hope that you've found this helpful. If you want some help with this, reach out to me. I'd love to help you in this way. To help you with trust. So that you can have a life that is better than before betrayal. Thank you for joining me. I hope that what I have shared today is helpful and hope-filled for you. If you know someone that would find this podcast helpful, please share it. If you have questions about this or any topic that you'd like to understand more deeply to help you take responsibility for your own happiness, to find growth and healing from what you have experienced, 
please go to betterthanbeforebetrayal.com and schedule a time to chat with me. I'd love to answer questions for you. See you soon.